We come together this morning in this place to offer our thanks to God on one of the two national holidays recognized by the Episcopal Church's feast days. The other is the 4th of July. We are here to give thanks for this nation in which we can worship without fear, to give thanks for all the gifts we have received from God, even though this is not a na- even though this is a national holiday, not a particularly religious one. It's meet and right that we are here. If you were to attend Children's Church one Sunday, you would hear these words as we join in singing the opening hymn. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his son. And we repeat that. And then, and now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. This simple little song says it all for me on this Thanksgiving day. Give thanks with a grateful heart. If we give thanks just because we think we should, then our actions are hollow and meaningless. When we offer thanks from a grateful heart, we are acknowledging that we have received something And we aren't just saying thanks, but we're saying thank you. Thank you for this gift. Thank you for that which you have given to me. It may be an action or a kind word or a hug or something that touches us and touches our lives in such a way as our lives are better. Give thanks to the Holy One. When we give thanks to the Holy One, we are acknowledging that God is in our lives and hearts and that we have a relationship with our Creator that is important, important to us. We also, as we give thanks to the Holy One, acknowledge that God is holy and that God is one. We are God's people and the sheep of God's pasture. He is holy. In giving thanks to God, we also offer one of the most important kinds of prayers, a prayer of thanksgiving. Give thanks because God has given, has given Jesus Christ, his son. We give thanks to God because we have received so very much given to us by God. We give our thanks for the greatest gift God has given us, Jesus Christ. The gift of Jesus is the gift that, to coin a phrase, keeps on giving. Our Savior gave his life for us on the hardwood of the cross, accomplishing that which we cannot accomplish on our own, forgiveness of our sins. In dying, Jesus destroyed death, another gift, and in rising, he brings new life again. We have received the gift of eternal life. And now let the weak say, I am strong. With all that we have received from God, it's not enough just to give thanks. We must act. There are so many weak people around us, not just physically weak, but those weakened by the world or their place in the world order because of where they were born or the nation in which they now live. Some have been weakened by the world order itself. They place them for one reason or another, in a place of of degradation or persecution or prejudice or maybe even death. People who have been weakened by making decisions in their life 
or having their lives overturned by circumstances beyond their control, leading to addiction or homelessness or depression or some other illness. We cannot forget these people. We must act. We have a responsibility to do something, to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world today. I went briefly to the Covenant Community Thanksgiving dinner on Tuesday, and I saw many people who had been weakened by circumstances or decisions or whatever reason. But I also saw a community of men serving them dinner, and others as well, who can sing, I am strong. They knew what it was like to be weak, and they're giving back to the world. Let the poor say, I am rich. Nor can we forget the poor. Jesus told us that the poor will be with us always, but that doesn't mean we can ignore them and not care for them. Many mornings as I drive down, down Ponce de Leon, I pass a rather large individual, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, who camps out in one of the Marta Kiosk bus stations. I have yet to figure out if it's a man or a woman. And this morning, I had resolved that I was going to stop and give them give him or her some street alms without asking. And then I found out there was a marathon. <laughs> and I had to take the highway. But the next time I pass that person on the way to work, no matter how busy traffic is, no matter how um, much I'm, how late I am, which I'm oftentimes am, I'm going to stop and give that person some money without their asking. <clears throat> As Jeffrey has pointed out, uh, in the past, those of us who are religious professionals sometimes get a bit callous or a bit, um, un, uh, a bit uh, uncaring because we get uh, asked so many times for money on the street. But we have to give. We have to give freely. And I will not ask for reimbursement from the discretionary account for my gift because if I don't give some of myself, then I really am becoming just a religious professional. Give thanks for what God has done for us. And God has done so very much for us. If you were to look around this holy space, I don't think you would see very many folks who haven't had enough to eat. My guess is we all have a roof over our heads, a working furnace, food in the fridge, gas in our tanks, and at least a few pennies in the bank. There may be some of us who are struggling today to give thanks. But the greatest gift, don't lose sight of what you've been given. We are able to do so much more than other people can do. And to repeat myself, we've been given the greatest gift of all, Jesus of Nazareth. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Amen. <clears throat>